All right, y'all. So thank you for listening to another episode of Dabble Radio. Today we have Paulo Shappy. Shappy? Shappy. Shappy. Yeah, it's like happy with an S in front of it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he is the founder of News Vault, which is a local Las Vegas tech app that is... How, do you, how, do you, how would you best describe News Vault? Um, for me, News Vault, originally, when I started it in 2016, I wanted to create a platform for people to go to to just solely discover music and i didn't know the steps on how to do it and this is where i was like lost in college like i don't know what i'm gonna do in business and we started the twitter up and you know Maline made the uh, the first graphic and originally i was just listening to a lot of uh, music on spotify soundcloud and i'll just grab the links and just share it with people and you know get feedback and like um, did they add this to their playlist? And I created a playlist on Spotify when we reached 200 followers on Twitter. And um, I made a playlist of 200 songs and it's open collaborative. So um, more people can drop songs, take songs as they go. And um, I was really riding on that. And I began to discover entrepreneurship and like really discovering a positive um, way into business and more, more humble people to like surround yourself with. And you know, I didn't think of Musevol ever becoming like a business because what kind of product do we have? Like, we don't even have a service. We're just trying to do this. But um, and then I found out um, how people make apps and I was intrigued by that. And I wanted to create an app for Musevol to, you know, deliver the same message. People are discovering music now on a more friendly mobile, you know, uh, platform. And then that um, brought me to seeing how hard coding is and how difficult it is to even get an app out and it's really hard but um then later on after being lost for a little bit i found out about like npr music and people like audio tree and so many people on youtube that i've been watching for years and then it clicked to me like i want to do that i want to invite people in and i want to ask them questions you know interview them get them out of their space and film their live music. You know, I have the help around me. Like I know the, the, the right people right now. So let me just try it out. Reached out to you, Kenny. And, um, from there, everything just started going smooth. Like I instant, like I ultimately believe after meeting you, that's when I was like, all right, this is it. Like, this is what I have to do. They're doing it for weddings. Like I want to deliver the same message, but through music and artists and that sprung vault sessions, which is now our service that we offer when you're a local artist and you want to do a session where you have this edited video, it's attractive, it's appealing to the eye, you could post it on social media, you know, and now you people, your listeners can have an interview where they get to know you more. So if they meet you in person, if they see you live, you know, they'll know like you're that type of person. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah, so what's, what's been the most exciting part about starting um, Muse Vault? The most excited part is the feedback that okay. I get. The feedback of people thinking how different it is. Mm. Um, I get a lot of artists when I explain it to them, um, and they make music, and they're local, and they've been trying to find an outlet like this and something to grow on and this like platform that's you know just down the street. And um, yeah. Yeah, that's the most exciting part is just hearing people's feedback and thinking about like, wow, like Musevault's this thing that's really happening in my city 
Um, it's local, it's music, it's enjoyable, and that makes me happy. And just really excited to see what's gonna come in the future. Yeah, talk about um, talk about more about like how you guys came up with the name, like how is that's my favorite part. Okay. <laughs> um, so before Malene and I started dating, current girlfriend, um, and uh, Malene is short for Carmeline, yeah. which is uh, Dabbles, our graphic in-house graphic designer. Yes, sir. And um, so me and her have been best friends for years, and I was telling her about this idea originally. I wrote in my notes in like 2014, 2015, I think, and I wanted to create a music network. And it was funny because we were sitting in my garage and it was the day of my sister's birthday. And we were just like, you know, like, what, what do I call this? Like, how do I, you know, just make it short, sweet? People will know what it is. They'll like, it'll make sense to them. So in her old journal, she wrote down, just like, we just started brainstorming, like mm -hmm. music network, music vault all these different names and we started shortening it and shortening it. And I was like, how about Muse Vault? Like it's a vault for people's music and like you could discover music through it. And she was like, that might work. Like, you know, it was just right there in an instant. And that night we launched the Twitter. Nice. So yeah. you guys kind of took off with that name that yes. you guys came up with in the garage. Yeah. Right. The, the garage we edit in now. Isn't that crazy? I think most people have, um, have a really hard time struggling with names, yeah. right? Trying to like, I have this great idea of like, how, what do I name this thing? Definitely. Because it's names, I think on the branding side, it's so important in a sense where like a lot of people are so uh, bogged down thinking of a name and like they never really get to launch it, right? So it's like they've, they've stepped on this product for, or this product or service for the last like X amount of years and then they've just never got to launch it because they never got the name right. So I think it's, I think it's, I think it's really cool how you guys kind of came up with a name and just started launching it on that side. So how did how are you guys reaching out to artists right now? And how is the process of that? How has the process of that been? Um, yeah, our strategies of reaching out to artists right now is just good old fashioned. Hey, this is us. This is what we do. We like your music. We want to feature you. Um, most of the connections are made through either myself. You know, I'll be on our social media interacting with artists or um, personal connections that Justin and Ruben, my two, uh, two main guys for marketing, um, they meet a lot of artists. Uh, Justin's actually a producer and he makes beats and um, Ruben's really cool into the downtown music scene. Mm -hmm. So he's, both of them combined are really well connected to these artists. And now that we're having content to show, more people are gonna make more sense about it and they're gonna, you know, we have more, something to show that we're doing instead of just the idea being talked about. Um, I remember you told me to just, um, to don't live on the dream to just do it, you know, just hop on it and just start banging these sessions out. And um, yeah, making the connections is the, the goal of, good old fashioned of, hi, how's it going? All right. Yeah. And I think that's one of the best things about being in Las Vegas is that everyone is really open to, to collaborating together Right. Uh, it's not such a big town like L.A. or New York where people are kind of skeptical on what you're doing in a sense of like how it benefits them or uh, what how it impact, impacts their brand. So I think that's the, one of the best tips that you can get is in a small city, everyone's open to collaborating. Um, and I think everyone thinks Las Vegas is this, this huge metropolitan, but a lot of creatives and artists love to work together. And that's uh, that's a huge uh, upside for anyone that would like to get in that, uh, that 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 they don't think they can do it just in Vegas, right? So there's so much advantage of that in a small city that 
if you're even if you're in a big city like take Paul's advice and just reach out like usually word of mouth or just a general hi is is always the best kind of method right i think a lot of people try yes. a lot of people tend to overthink it and how to like how to reach out to certain people so i think you've got a really good grasp of that especially since we first talked and just started dming people right yeah most yeah. definitely reaching out is the most important thing for anyone that's you know going on this type of idea or anyone that wants to create something just anything in and anything you do the most help will come to you when you're reaching out and you're being organic about it and it's natural you're just not putting on this mask and just like trying to get a benefit out of it you have to create personal real connections with people and then you know just wait along the road just to see what type of people you run into you know you especially here in vegas you you go to a party and you're meeting 15 different people they all do different occupations they all have different drives you know and like you said vegas is small but the opportunity is very large yeah so how is how is people um reaction and their feedback when you ask them to to be on musevault um when we reach out to them they're honestly confused at first mm. um especially when we didn't have content we weren't making moves um it was it was difficult it was hard um but then once you start like posting and you're interacting with them and then when you reach out to them, it's just um, like, oh, OK, now I'm interested because mm. I can sit at home. I could watch a video of what you guys do and then make my decision. Right. So you guys had to kind of start off um, implementing that credibility before you can kind of reach out to more people. Right. Of course. Yeah. If if anything you're doing, um, if you have a drive, a passion in anything you do and you want to make connections and talk to people, then you have to have something to show for them. You know, you have to have that credibility, like you said, and be able to show that. And, you know, you never know what happens. Right. Um, okay, so we talked about what you're excited about when you first started. What are you most excited about to see this year? I mean, this is, this is January uh 14th? Yes. January 14th, 2018. Uh, we got a long year ahead of us. So what are you guys really looking forward to, to do for Muse Vault and Vault Sessions and everything else that you guys are trying to offer in 2018? Yeah, 2018's um, a really big deal for us because now um, we have a solid team of four people and we all know what to do. And we see the vision now through what we're creating from nothing. Um, but in 2018, we're really excited to meet with a lot of people that are making music, meet with a lot of um, everyone, like DJs, rappers, songwriters, talented people who are underrated or just starting out and just seeing them grow on this platform. I'm really excited to see artists really enjoy being on our channel and, you know, like some of the questions we ask and they get to just do their thing and we edit the video for them and they get to post it. Their family gets to see what they're doing. Like, wow, my, you know, my relative or my, my son or daughter is really talented. And now we're providing all of that. But for 2018, I'm just excited to just grow, honestly, looking forward, moving forward constantly and taking everything at our own pace is the best thing too. But for 2018, we're, really going to grow our content that's what i'm really excited for right no that sounds exciting yeah talk i mean you you brought up your team a little bit talk about your team yeah most definitely the guys yeah the boys um 
so there's Justin. Uh, he's been with me ever since I launched the Twitter. Like he's always been interested. I, he's been making beats. I originally wanted to do this for my friends that made music and already like would want to, you know, be on a platform that's other than SoundCloud or just posting it themselves. Um, I originally wanted to do that for Justin because he has a good uh, persona. Um, his DJ name is Icy Ness. Uh, so Ness from, you know, uh, Nintendo right, right. The character. So he gets cool. up on stage and he has the cap, he has the striped shirt, he has the overalls. And I saw that vision in him and it really made me excited to show people what music he creates in his room, his bedroom. So that's Justin in a nutshell. Um, Justin, he markets for us. He's on social media interacting with uh, posts. Me and him constantly uh, brainstorm ideas. We hang out on a day-to-day basis. And he's he's like, I'd say, the original other half of Muse Vault, uh, you know, including Malene, of course, really big backbone. But Justin keeps that drive, that motive. We always talked about passions and like what we want to do. And I've been able to share this with a really good friend. And now he's on board. Um, he's making these connections. He's helping me out with the meetings, you know, setting up uh, what strategies can we do to better our social media and our internet presence and everything. But yeah, shout out to Justin. Um, next is uh, Ruben. Ruben, I met through Justin because uh, Ruben plays guitar. You know, I played a little bit of guitar, um, a little bit of bass, and Ruben also skateboards. So we have like this solid common ground. And I never saw it as becoming like a mutual relationship to where we're gonna be like working together, you know, like Ruben's, you know, the party guy you hit up and, you know, to skate with, you know, and Ruben has these connections. He knows these people. Um, he's talked to hired guns for bands and uh, a hired gun is um, artists that are hired by the touring band so they can come on tour and play that um, that set. And um, yeah, we're, he's brought me to meet, he brought me to meet Trade. Trade Voorhees is our first Vault Session episode. Um, they had a really good connection already through skateboarding and you know the local scene. So brought me in, talked to Trade, sat with him in his studio. And um, yeah, Ruben is just that guy that is friendly. Um, you can talk to him about anything and he'll understand, he'll listen. And he gets the word out. You know, word of mouth is definitely in those two guys I mentioned, Justin and Ruben. Um, without them, MuseVault wouldn't be as grow- like growing with the, the pace and along with the help of everyone. But those two guys really get, get the connection to the artists, especially. Um, but really good guys, really fun, humble. And um, yeah, then there's Joe. Uh, you know, Joe's our main guy. He's the, he's the glue for this project because I've known Joe for a few years now. Justin's known Joe since middle school mm. and um, always just been a mutual friend. But I know he's had a YouTube channel and I've seen his edit and it's like really good. And it's interesting. It's, you know, it's, it's appealing. And, you know, I was just like, maybe Joe would want to do something for with music and editing videos in that way. Cause I know he's interested in Adobe Premiere. He used, um, what's that Vegas one? Sony Vegas. Sony Vegas. Yeah. He used to uh, mess with that program. So I was like, I'm going to see what he says about vault sessions, you know, the idea. And Joe is a person. He's a, like, again, he's a really good listener really good person to go to about anything um he'll understand he'll give you his input good feedback from a great guy and um 
he honestly, like I said, he's the glue for this project. Like he, without him, we wouldn't have someone to edit videos who's interested in doing that already. He likes doing that. And for everyone that in a nutshell, I want us to be able to use Muse Vault as like this starting ground for what we really want to do. Justin wants to be a producer. I want to get him studio space for that. Um, Ruben, he plays guitar. He wants to be a part of a band. So I want to get him connected like that. And for Joe, I want him to uh, thrive on a platform where he's doing what he likes to do and um, everyone's just doing their passions and their drive through it. But yeah, those are the guys. Cool. It sounds like you guys have a good fundamental baseboard of where you can kind of see it going. Um, and that's really important to, to really look at what your team's ultimate goal is uh, personally and as a team, right? Like all these guys, and you guys are still young. Like how old are you guys? Um, me, Justin, and Ruben are all 22. Oh, wait, we're all 22. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are still young. And it's, it's great that you understand everybody has their own personal goals and you're trying to help them accomplish that. So I think that's, you know, that's one of the most underrated value um, as a founder is that you see the, the ultimate picture within both the company and, and personality. So yes. that's, that's a really great start for you. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I like what you said about how I'm focusing on what we're doing, but ultimately they are, e each of us are different people and we all have different goals. And I just want to be able to be there to, cause they're helping me with my goals and my passions and you know, everything. So I want to be there for them in that same way. And as a founder, you got to establish that good, you know, um, foundation with your team because you're exchanging time and energy with them. So you need to give, you know, the same amount back. Yeah. Speaking of fashion, speaking of passion, um, how did you guys get into, how did you get into the music passion? Like how did, how did music become such a passion for you? Yes. Um, passion in music. Um, I've always known that music's going to be around me ever since my, my father got me a guitar. Like from there, I would just say it just went uphill, like increased the sound and what my brother was into. He was, he was more into 1980s punk and you know sex pistols ramones all these local punk bands and all of his friends were into the same music too so of course whenever my brother's babysitting me i'm around those guys they always go to local shows back then um the music scene back then was just ultimately amazing like good hardcore bands doing these like warehouse shows mm -hmm. and they're all diy and um you know the smallest shows could you know go a long way um yeah, I was always around like hard music and my, my father likes metal and rock and roll, classic rock and roll. So I was really, really inspired at an early age, nine through 11. That was a big time in my life where I was finding myself and my sound and what I enjoy. And then in middle school, I took um, band. I, w I played clarinet and I had a huge passion for the clarinet. I was like first chair for like two years in a row. And cool. I loved it. And my eighth grade year, I was able to, you know, participate in jazz band. So I played saxophone and clarinet that year. But um, that all changed when I tried to take band in high school. Um, they just wouldn't let, uh, rent out an instrument to me. And, you know, I was in Ballin, so I couldn't go get a saxophone. But that's okay because I found the guitar again and I started picking it up. And um, I started playing around with that and, um, I'm, be, I'm missing a really big important part is when my brother was in a band, I was always at their band practices mm. because he was the drummer 
and a drum set is more difficult to move to someone else's house. So everyone just came over and now it's, that's the same garage that we're growing Musevald in. Uh. So it's just like insane because I would always be around their music, which was like, you know, like good hardcore, but still like, I don't know, it had this like indie feel to it. It was weird, but yeah. What, what were they doing? They were doing like, you said 1980s, like punkish? Yeah, like yeah, mostly, pixels. yeah. All of them, um, all of them had different tastes in music, like their lead singer, um, she was a singer. So like Paramore was her inspirations, I would say. And then other bands for sure. And their guitarists really liked like heavy metal. So they had those riffs. Mm-hmm. And then my brother, knowing my brother, he likes punk and hardcore, you know, they had a good drummer. So, um, being around all of that, that brought me to go to my first concert and be around a live experience crowd at a very early age. I wasn't even 13 yet, man. Like I was really young and the more shows I went to, it just progressed. Like I was, there was one year where my brother and I went to like three shows, like day, day, like after day one, after two, three. And we were just like going to like local shows. You know, we went to like a taco shop for a show mm-hmm. and then up in Henderson, we were just seeing all these like local concerts and just being around a lot of local music. That is just like, that's where I found my passion in doing something for people that make music because it's, it's no hard task it's not you know creating something for nothing like that grind that people live on it's not easy and i want to glorify the the grind and the hustle that people do to make their music happen and that's where i find my passion yeah i think i think making music it's is so hard in itself right as an artist you know you're you're consistently um, expected to put out songs after songs after songs just to just to kind of make it in this industry right so going back to a lot of those bands um is a muse vault uh concert sessions like as, as a festival down down the line yes that would be amazing i love that you bring that up because i experienced um festivals for the first time at life is beautiful mm-hmm. in downtown las vegas and i was hooked i was like this is amazing like the city's offering this for us and i'm seeing a lot of local um brands that are just like at the festival supporting each other the festival itself is supporting them i love that atmosphere so yes of course i would love to create a music festival that's you know hosted by muse vault that'd be amazing all right yeah when do you see that happening um I'd, I'd hope that that could be a good five-year goal yeah in the next five years that'd be amazing to just create something off from the ground up and just get the permissions and the space um but of course we got to start small you know we'd probably do we'd probably host some like uh like short lineup shows you know talk to some of the local um venues around here see if we could host the show uh brings them more business if there's a bar and um helps us out because we get the content and you know, people attending a show, but that'd be an amazing thing to grow on. Yeah. Who would you, I mean, like going back on that, like who, who would you want to, what type of music are you guys looking for in terms of artists? Like what type, is it all kind of genres? What specific kind of, um, genres are you, and artists are you guys looking for? Yes. Um, for, for Muse Vault as a whole, we are open to all genres of music. Um, I, I dip my feet into, every sound i'll listen to edm i will listen to country i'll even go into like old rock you know new rock pop punk 
you know, bands, boy bands, singers, everything. I'll listen to anything. If, if I know that there's an audience of people enjoying it, there's a reason that, that they're enjoying their sound. And I've always um, wanted to, you know, find that reason why they're enjoying their sound. Right. Um, any particular artists that you guys are excited to work with? Uh, yes. Um, coming up, Dak Daniels. He's a pretty good dubstep artist. And um, I've heard he's a really fun guy. So I'm really excited to meet him. Uh, we're going to work with this new band called Angel Groove. They just debuted their EP. Um, they're a more of like a mellow Tame Impala feel. So it's going to be really exciting. And um, there's another DJ. He's actually pretty big in Las Vegas, DJ Shift. Um, I met his uncle at Starbucks because he's a regular, uh, his uncle Tom. And he started telling me like, oh, yeah, my... My nephew's uh, playing all these shows, you know, on the strip, and you know, it's like really crazy to see him like blow up. And I was like, oh, what's his name, you know? And I looked him up, and I was like, oh wow, he plays at the clubs a lot, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's residents here and everything, so it's great. Um, hopefully, we could work with him. Um, more artists down the road. Jerry Shinefield's another one. Uh, T Rab, all these local rappers, all, all these underrated rappers with that that stage presence that people just love but i would love to see all these local artists just blow up like i just want everyone to just you know do love what they do in music and just really just grow on this path you know yeah yeah, these are a lot of artists that we're excited to work for or work with and um yeah just you know get to know them as a person you know yeah uh jerry seinfeld t-rab if you guys are hearing this holla apollo um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure we'd love to get something together with you guys. Yeah. So regarding the app, when, when do you guys anticipate, um, on that coming out? Yeah. Um, we want to raise money for Muse Vault. Um, we've discussed like sponsorships and holding fundraisers. We're about to make, uh, some merch that we can even sell just to just get us more money, little money here and there. And, um, to where we can link up with a good, uh, a programmer or a coder and um, tell them our ideas, show them the content we have, and see if we could get it on a mobile platform for people to view Vault Sessions at a more um, convenient pace. Um, I would say, uh, I wanna say 2020. Yeah, I think that'll be the year that we're getting the works in with the app. Um, by then we should have a ton of videos, ton of, ton of sessions, um, and we, need to be able to make it convenient for more people to traffic through it, download it, enjoy the sessions, you know, look up the artists even. Um, that's our that's our main goal is to be able to have this app to where people are viewing vault sessions and at the same time, they're knowing more about the artists and they get to discover more artists. You know, because our channel, like I said, we're, we're gonna be interviewing like rappers, bands, indie bands, DJs, rock and roll. We're doing everything. So everyone's going to be able to find their sound on uh, Muse Vault's Vault Sessions. And it's going to be really enjoyable um, to have it as in an app because that is that much more convenient for the people. And I feel that Las Vegas, especially if we could start local, um, just to, just to you know, control our numbers better with how, how, much people, how many people are going to download it, um, Vegas would be an amazing test point to where people are going to be downloading this app, you know, enjoying it. They get to, um, even if we're throwing shows, festivals, they get mm-hmm. to know that maybe they get promo codes through the app. You know, who knows? The, the, the doors are open, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, for those who don't know, like Las, Las Vegas is is a huge um, music marketplace. There there are a ton of heavily underrated artists that are that are in Vegas. Yeah. Right. So, um, majority of people don't know. That's like, what's what's the uh, the band that came out of uh, Vegas? Um, the the Killers. Yeah, the Killers came yeah. out of Vegas. There's there's a big ton. Uh, Imagine, Dag- Imagine Dragon came out of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Shamir, you know, yeah. he, he went to my high school. Uh-huh. I had him in a photography class, and I'm seeing him on HTC commercials. You know, Neo went to LVA. Um, yeah, so many artists that just, you know, not the right people or not the right niche is like getting into their sound. But it's so it's so amazing how underrated these artists are, and like their talent that they have out here in Vegas is very underrated. Yes. Yeah, it's a great stomping ground, I feel like. You know, I've only been here for a short amount of years, but just seeing the culture and the music um, kind of spring up spring up in the last couple of years, I think it's been amazing. Yeah, most definitely, especially with, um, you know, the Strip has their music scene. Downtown's a growing music scene. Um, life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. All these, iHeartRadio comes here. Right. Amazing, amazing festivals. Uh, that gets people together and you know there's a lot of people here the city's growing you know we're getting the raiders we have the knights it's it's really really growing and to be able to have this city of where people can come together and enjoy music and enjoy life for that weekend or for those few days it's an amazing thing yeah so talk about the artists that you guys worked with right now um we're i mean because they're they're starting artists too right Mm -hmm. they're they're kind of starting up in a game trade has been in been in the industry for a long time oh yeah trades yeah but talk about like their process of of where because you've gotten to know them pretty well Mm -hmm. right so what do you think their process is from from starting as a musical artist um to where they are now and how can how that can help uh anyone else that would like to, to to be in their position yeah so one thing i've learned from the three sessions that we've done is that each artist they see music through their eyes and their ears of course and they hear different sounds but i've learned that each of them just lock into what they like and what they're making they enjoy and they just lock into that motive and they go from there i've learned that through chanel through ember and trade Voorhees, that you know they just find their sound and they just grow on it and I've learned that it's amazing because you know starting out you'll tinker you'll make a couple of beats you'll you know throw out some rhymes but it's amazing to see that they just find their sound they lock into it and they go at it they practice they practice and they just you know switch their brain into that motive to where this is what I want to do this is how I want to sound and if people enjoy it they'll enjoy it they don't i'm still doing what i love right and you know i think that's that's so helpful and that's so motivating to to the younger generation that wants to be entrepreneurs that want to be music artists um that don't really know where to go you know it's like a lot of it like you said really find out really find what you're what you're passionate about and what you love and just kind of run with it right definitely most definitely so it's it's hard i think it's hard for people that are um on the younger side because they still they're still deliberating on on what they want to do and how it works out, you know. But a lot of it's like Paulo said, just really find out what you love and just go. Yeah, yeah. If you're interested in you know like entrepreneurship or you know starting a business and 
doesn't matter what it is, music industry, fashion industry, food industry, if you love what you're doing and it's bringing this positive energy to you, then do it. You know, don't, don't go at it and then just give up, just grow with it and lock into that, um, that drive that you have for it because no one else is going to take that away from you. And I've learned that through entrepreneurship that each entrepreneur is going to be different. But one thing we all have in common is the positivity and the amount of, um, the amount of help that entrepreneurs should be able to give out when you make that connection with people. Most definitely. Um, if you find yourself feeling happy that you're doing something and you, you know, essentially want to turn it into a business, then yes, of course, go for it. Reach out to your city, talk to more upper people, um, talk to the bank, see how it works out, see how money works. And, you know, cause being an entrepreneur, yes, profit's very important, but at some point in life, you should find yourself not working for the money anymore. Now you're doing things that the work, the money's working for you, you know? And, um, that's honestly the most amazing thing I could ever tell someone. If you want to make money and be your own boss and, you know, make your own schedules for yourself, then yes, go for it. hundred percent. If you, if you love what you do, then do it. Yeah. Spoken like a wise man. I mean, dude, you're, you're wiser than most 22 year olds, you know? Thank you. So that's, that's great on your end. I mean, talk about, dude, talk about like managing a team, yeah. right? Now yeah. you got, you got three other team members that you're trying to help pers- fulfill their dreams and, uh, and yours at the same time. Like, what are you, like, how are you educating yourself on, on how, on how to, to manage a team, how to lead a team psycholo- psychologically, physically? Um, lots of YouTube and podcasts. Um, there's so much, so much information out there on the internet. Um, for me, how I learn on how to keep that positivity, that motivation, um, communication between your team members. You got to guys got to communicate everything. You guys got to brainstorm. No one, no one has to be wrong. No one could be wrong when you, when you're working with your team, you have to be very open-minded and you have to listen. Like you really have to listen to what they think is right and also give out your input too, but you don't have to be like, Oh, like we have to do it my way. Cause it's not just me. You know, it's us, it's we, and we're a team, you know? So you really have to see it from that point of view and let go, let go. I've learned that on an entrepreneur podcast. Um, This guy was speaking gold, man. This this guy, I forgot his name, but he was just speaking about um, like the question, um, having a team and how 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 do you let a team grow? You know, that's like a really tough question if you have a team, you know, but he said that the best advice I can give you is let go and let your team grow because I honestly, I've done that and I put it in full effect and I let these guys grow on whatever they're doing. Joe, for instance, went into Adobe premiere head first, had no knowledge, but I sent him a few links. You know, we talked about certain things and how to um, tinker with Adobe premiere and I just let him go. I let him have this open canvas of footage and I just let him work on it as at his own pace. And that's the biggest thing that a lot of, um, a lot of leaders should, t- uh, take in when you have a team, you gotta, you gotta see it from their side, from through their eyes too, and really let them grow on that. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, um, well, I think we're, we're really excited to see where you guys take off. 
uh, and I know this has been a short amount of time, but the progress and um, everything else that you guys have gone through in the last couple of months, it's, it's been amazing to watch. So I'm really proud of you guys. Definitely. And we honestly, I would not have this mentality um, today without you, Kenny. Um, you changed my point of view on how to head into this um, because you were straight up, you're straightforward with me and you said, don't think of it as a dream anymore. Do it, make the actions. And that's honestly the best advice I've ever been given because look where it's gotten us. We're meeting these artists, we're filming them. Most of them are down to, um, you know, give us a follow. Most of us interact with, um, interact with artists and it's just crazy. The amount of progress, like you said, in, in the past three, four months, it's amazing. And that day that you told me to not dream about it, but do it, that's the, that's the key. You know, that's the key that um, has brought us to where we are today even. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. That's awesome, dude. Let's, let's talk about a little bit of the future, right? Um, in terms of sponsorship, uh, sponsorship on my side is, is extremely huge. So who are you guys looking at? If you guys are looking for sponsorships, what are you guys looking for? Um, ultimately, sponsorships for us, we're looking for location, um, you know, money donation, and product placement. Big, big three things that, you know, again, I've learned from you. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, those are the three main points that we want to hit with sponsorships. Cool. And who are you guys looking, who are you guys most excited to work with? Um, we're really excited that we've gotten to work with House of Alchemy, local juice bar in Las Vegas. Um, but now we're looking forward to working with um, hopefully Vesta Coffee Roasters. Mm -hmm. I've gotten a, the opportunity to, to um, meet Jared, the owner, and talk with them. Um, but we've got to get our content up, you know. And um, sponsorships through the school, uh, through CSN, um, and through my, the connections of my professor. And sponsorships through the SBA, you know, uh, the Small Business Administration, very, very helpful program um, that people can go to. And if you have a business plan laid out, you could show them, they'll tweak it, tell you um, different advice and, you know, let you grow from there. But major, major sponsorships through um, local businesses, like I said, Vesta Coffee Roasters would be amazing for product placement. And then um, money donations through the school because there's certain business programs that have grants given to the school from the state to where you can start up a company. And um, if that's not taken advantage of, then it just it just rolls over next year and then they just get another grant. But um, sponsorships through the school and programs like the SBA. Yeah, you know, and that's and it's it's so important, right, because we're both in a creative field. And um, finance, finance is a huge part of anything. That's one thing that's heavily underlooked upon and on, on a creative field because as, as we're all dreamers and we're all doers, we want to do the things that, that really makes us happy and, and be creative. But without the finances, man, it's just there's no way for us to survive, right? And as a founder and as a CEO on both our side, you know, our job is to put food on the table, essentially, right? Whether it's now, whether it's six months down the line, whether this thing really takes off, you know, a year, two years, that's that's our, our whole responsibility, right? Most of it's become, we step out from where we want to be on the creative side and help the team grow. So that's, that's really important. 
Um, so that's a great advice. If you guys are looking to start a small business, if you guys are looking to start anything, use your local resources, you know, SBA, your mentorship, reach out to local sponsors and partnerships within, within your city. Uh, most of them are always willing to help. Definitely. And I would not have learned that without your advice and talking with my professor, Kevin Rayford. Um, yeah, you just got to reach out. Got to, you got to ask for the help. You know, if you're, you're, if you're in need for help financially, it's very important, you know, um, and, uh, just, yeah, reaching out and asking for help, always take rejection very, very slightly. Like you can't be angry or mad. You can't express that you're upset because, um, a program or, you know, a partnership doesn't want to do work with you You just move forward. You guys, that's, that's business. You go forward, you find another connection to help you out financially and then just go from there, definitely. Yeah. All right, Paulo. Thank you so much for your time. Um, for, for, those, for those listening, where, where can they find you? Where can they find Musevault? Where can they find what you guys are about, and how can they contribute and help? Um, yeah. Um, again, thank you, Kenny, for having me. Uh, thank you, Dabble, for the amazing space, beautiful space. And, um, yeah, you could find us on anywhere. You Google us, twi- uh, search us up on Twitter, instagram uh we don't have too much on facebook we have a website coming very soon um use vault so first three letters of music m-u-s and then vault spelled normally v-a-u-l-t at muse vault everywhere and um yeah find us on social media you know like uh some some of our posts check out our youtube channel it's growing um muse vault on there as well you'll know when you see our logo it's uh the neon purple and blue but um yeah, uh, find us, interact with us, um, you know, tell us hi, tell us how your day's going, we'll respond. Yeah. Cool. All right, Paulo, thank you so much. Thank you, Kenny, appreciate it.